This episode of Proper English is brought to you by more pesky prepositions and the idiom at the drop of a hat. Well, it's about time, isn't it, Ali? It certainly is, Dave. Last time we looked at prepositions was in episode 48. Blimey, that's over a year ago. It is. You guys must be desperate to learn more about these troublesome words. Well, we have been inundated with requests from all over the globe to talk about this aspect of grammar. Have we? Nope. (laughs) I think our listeners are too shy to ask. Don't be shy, everyone. Tell us what you want, or you'll end up with more episodes like this one. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, then. An important rule to remember is don't try and translate prepositions from your first language. Or any other, for that matter. Good point, Dave. Don't try and translate prepositions from another language. How's that? It's much better. I'm a bit disappointed you didn't say okie dokie because I was ready to go okie dokie. <laughs> bit disappointed, but I'll get over it. Now, we had a good look at prepositions for time in episode 48, as we mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. Today, we're going to see how far we can get with prepositions for place and movement. I counted 19 of this type of preposition, so we've got a lot to get through. Yeah. Now, we did look at to, from, at, in and on way back in episodes two and three. Oh my goodness. That's a long time ago. It is. So we won't pay them too much attention this time. No. So where should we start? Well, there are three similar prepositions, by, next to and beside. So why don't we start with those? Okay, why not? By, next to and beside all mean the same thing. Easy. One object is close to the other on either the right or on the left. Examples then. Uh, Where did you leave the door key, Dave? Oh, it's by the microwave. Hmm. Have you seen my glasses? Yes, they're next to your cup of tea. Ah, yes, got them, thanks. Any idea where Millhouse is? Yeah, she's sitting right beside you. Oh, yeah, so she is. Here's a free idiom. When something is so close to you that you should be able to notice it, we'll sometimes say, it's right under your nose. And something that's right under your nose leads on nicely to the prepositions under, underneath, below and beneath. Hmm, they're the same, aren't they? Well, again, yes and no. So, no then. (laughs) Well... Sometimes they're the same, and sometimes they're different. Does that help? Mm, I think it does. Let's look at the things that are the same, then. All four words mean one thing is lower than another. They do. And we can pretty much disregard underneath as it's the same as under, um, but it's used much less often. Mm -hmm. Good. Okay. In fact, under is used much more than any of the other three, so you can focus on that one. Okay. Uh... Peachy the dog is lying under the table. I found my phone under the cushion. In most instances, the two items will be relative to each other vertically. An exception to this is with clothes. Ah, yeah. I could say, I'm wearing a sweater under this coat, but I'm still cold. Not today, though. (laughs) (laughs) So we could say, Peachy the dog is lying below the table, Mm. but we wouldn't. It sounds kind of odd. It does. Below sounds better when we're describing something more substantial. Maybe a greater distance is involved too. 
how about the London Underground system is below the pedestrians? Mm, nice. Maybe, maybe. Mm. Or if you want to look in the menswear department, you need to go to the floor below this one. Ah, we use under and below when we're talking about something written. Put a line underneath or under the correct answer in the test oh. and read and then sign below. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Under can also be used for abstract positions. D.I. Davidson is Sergeant Roberts' boss, so we can describe him as being under her. And we use it with numbers, particularly age. People under the age of 18 are not permitted to buy alcohol. With temperature, we could use under, but we usually use below. Yeah, we'd say that the temperature has dropped below zero or... What a warm week we're having. The temperature hasn't gone below 26 degrees since Tuesday. Now we need to balance things out by going up. Let's talk about over and above. Over can be used in several ways. Let's go back to the clothes example where I was wearing a jumper under my coat. Well, guess what? I was wearing my coat over my jumper. Jolly good. That's quite straightforward. Likewise, with our age example, we can use over as the opposite of under. This film is for over 12s only. Now, for the physical world. We can go over an object. To do this, we must be higher than the object. We might go over a river. Mm, yeah, and we can do this by going over a bridge. We cross over a road. We're touching the ground as we go, whether it's with our feet or the tyres of our vehicle, but we're still above the road. We use over when we are showing somebody the location of something. There's a green finch in the garden. Where? Over there. Of course, I have to point as I say it, which doesn't work so well in a podcast. <laughs> we also use over idiomatically. If you're upset because I ate the last piece of cake... You wouldn't know. Hmm. And if I was being unsympathetic, I'd tell you to get over it. It being your problem, your emotion, the thing that you need to overcome. Fortunately, you'd never do that. Never. <laughs> Build a bridge, get over it. <laughs> we can combine over and above. Always in that order. Mm -hmm. Never above and over. No, that'd be silly. We use this collocation to describe a situation where somebody has done much more than required. The taxi driver didn't need to carry all the shopping up to our flat for us. He really went over and above. Yeah, all the extra mile. Mm. Went the extra mile. Mm -hmm. yeah. So what is the difference between over and above? Hmm, it's subtle. Is it about proximity? Mm-hmm. So over is, you know, quite close to you, but over your head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Did you get that or did it go over your head? <laughs> <laughs> uh, whereas above is, is further away, like the sky is above you. You wouldn't say that the sky is over you. No. I mean, unless you'd just broken up with it. <laughs> Way too complicated. <laughs> Take that bit out. Yeah, okay. But is it is it is it too subtle to worry about, do you think? I think it is. Yeah. I yeah. You can say the flat above me. Yeah, the flat but you wouldn't say the flat over you. But why not? Mm. 
Do, do you know what? I think we need to come back to this in another episode. Fine, fine. Yeah, uh, we, we'll adjourn yes. and reconvene. Yes, we will. <laughs> so that's plenty about pesky prepositions for today, I reckon. Yeah. We've still got across, through, into, towards and onto to look at in a future episode. Deep joy. <laughs> Let's try not to leave it another year, shall we? <laughs> And now it's time for Idiom of the Week. Idiom of the Week? At the drop of a hat is a nice, easy-to-use idiom. Yeah, it means that we'll do something or something will happen immediately, without notice, maybe, or preparation. For example, if Covid was over, I'd go to Japan at the drop of a hat. Simon and Angela are good friends. Whenever we'd needed them, they were there at the drop of a hat. My boss is being so unrealistic. He thinks I can rearrange my whole schedule at the drop of a hat. Or schedule. Where does the expression come from, Ali? Well, Dave, in the olden days, men and women wore hats more often than they do now. And to start a race, someone would drop their hat as the signal to go. Ah, so yes, you don't wait around at the start of a race, do you? You get going. You do. And here we are at the end of another episode of Proper English. As always, we hope you've had fun listening in on our conversation. And whether you're a new listener or a regular subscriber, why not get in touch with us? You can email us at properenglish or one word at sapo.pt or you can ask us questions on whichever social media you use. And don't forget to tell Everyone you know about us, friends, family, anyone who's studying or learning English. And make sure that you rate and review us if you can. Because that helps other people to find us. And subscribe to us on your favourite podcast app. So, until next time, it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me too. And thank you for listening to Proper English. English.